0: This is the Three to Win Podcast, sharing optimal steps to win your day, month, and year. Your money and your life are like crossroads, and when they meet, true success can be discovered. Our Real Talk conversations are about creating fulfillment throughout your life's journey. And now, here is the Life Contexture team. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Three to Win Podcast. We are so happy to be here. It's Rich John and Matt, we are excited. So John is in the process of drinking his gallon of water a day. If you've been listening to any Don't of the Three to win podcasts, do it. I have is- not stopped peeing for um
1: I feel like that was honestly a practical joke from previous podcasts that you're like, oh hey.
2: We let's, see, really if have we let's no see if we can get Matt let's see if we get Matt to drink a gallon of water yeah, a day I, my, my bottom was like no
0: more please if no if anybody more anybody is if anybody is new to the 3 to win podcast we did one we've done a couple about different habits and things that we do to take care of ourselves etc cetera, etc cetera, and one of John's is drinking a gallon of water a day and so um it's it, you know he's just set the bar too high and Matt felt like like he was being punked like we were just setting him up it's like yeah i try to do a
2: 1000 pull-ups every day and so like <laughs> Matt felt, like
0: obligated to do Dude, it if john's going to drink
1: a gallon I'm gonna drink two gallons and I'm gonna start at like 5 p.m. And I wonder why I don't sleep at night these days.
0: Oh, poor Matt has been having to wear like adult diapers ever since because it's just been <laughs> very traumatizing to his bladder. So listen, today we're gonna to do something a little bit different. This is gonna be a short form podcast. So we're we're just letting you know that upfront because usually we try to keep our podcasts like we call them like commute lengths, you know, like 30 to 40 minutes or so. This one's going to be a short form one, but it's going to be something that we feel very passionate about. And it's also something that's going to be a lead in. Are you putting on chapstick right now, John? Well, yeah, I'm just, you know, like you're drinking make, a gallon so, of water, trying to so stay if you're moisturized. A, if you're drinking yes. a gallon of water a day, shouldn't you not need to moisturize your lips? Shouldn't you be so moisturized, like it's just like oozing out of I don't know. Your maybe pores? we can
2: do one on my, on my, um, my face care routine, my my eye cream, my moisturizer cream. Do you have a cream. face
0: care routine? Is this the? Yeah, first guys, one? I also
2: I'm, got it as a gift from him one year. Yeah, homeboy's got crow's feet. He needed he needed some. Uh, I'm the some.
0: oldest one here, and I feel like maybe you guys are not looking out for me. Like Sorry, I, buddy. I'm
2: 53. Like throw me
0: some face care. I'll get you so, some thanks. Appreciate it. So we're going to, we're going to keep this. He's a really good looking guy. When we start putting this on YouTube, it's going to be like, I'm like an uglier version of Joe Rogan. So it's kind of funny. Um, But we're going to do a little bit of a short, shorter form. I've heard Mr.
2: Clean. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, I have, I have been
0: compared to Mr. Clean. I have, which I don't mind so much. Um, But we're going to do a shorter form and we're going to talk about something that's going to kind of be kind of in the, in the, uh, the, the money world. But but this is something that we hope you can all find relatable. So Matt and John are both in the financial world. I am not. I'm a registered nurse by background for those of you that are new to the Three to Win podcast. Um, so we want to talk about budgets. We want to talk about budgets. And we're going we're gonna to talk very briefly about budgets because, and we're going to tell you why. And we're going to be setting up something that we're going to be bringing to the world probably within the next, you know, month, maybe two months at the most that we hope you will find very helpful. Um, Something that we want to kind of hype up just to be, you know, transparent and honest about, because we think that not only will it be a different way of looking at something like budgets and money, but it will also be something that might be helpful to people. Uh, So let's talk a little bit about the idea of a budget. So first and foremost, as the financial civilian, I'm going to throw this right away to Matt to kind of open up the dialogue.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, this is a great topic because we get this question a lot of times, especially when someone new comes to our office or it's a friend or a family member who just wants to pick our brain and they say, Matt, like, what are some of the things we can do just to make sure overall we're in like a really good financial position? And I say there's really two fundamental components of financial planning. The first is organization, knowing where everything is and knowing why it's there. So organization is the first. The second is is having a budget because you can't know where you're going unless you know where you are right now. And so a budget is the most, one of the most fundamental components of financial planning, and it is so important. And we're going to talk today about steps you can take to make sure that this really fundamental, important piece is in place for you and that you have the,
0: the tools you need for success. So I'm going to ask, we can't see you. So I'm all y'all listening. I'm going to ask you just, if you're by yourself, raise your hand and even if you're with people, because that would be even funnier, raise your hand if you use a budget and just raise your hand. Okay, cool. So I'm going to uh, so assume that the people that are listening and you guys tell me if I'm right or wrong. If you were to guess, if let's say we had 500 listeners, how many out of the 500 John would you think raise their hand?
2: Oh, maybe a, fr- a fraction, right? Maybe a fifth. Maybe half? I don't know. I want to I feel positive about our group. So I'm going to say half of the group raised their hand.
0: So half of 500 is like what? 190? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm really bad at math. So half of 500. So you, you think 50%. Matt, what would you guess? If you said- I would say it probably f-
1: closer to 10 because a lot of people say oh. they have a budget. I'd say No, 10%. 10%. So no, that would be- Rich, I'll help you with the math. We're going to do it on our fingers together. That 50. would be about it would be 50, 50. 50 people because I just feel like a lot of people might even say yes. Like, oh, I have one. But if I really had a question or like poke holes in it, it'd be like, yeah, no, I don't really. I did I'm it like one time. That's, that's I'm true. I'm going with
0: Matt. I'm going with Matt. I think John. Oh, I like this because we have boxes on our thing, on our screens. I think John is being very kind. I well,
2: think I'm one. being optimistic about it, but I also agree with Matt that it's it. everyone has their own like variation and version of what, what that is. Some people track it down to the penny. Some people... Just generally have it, you know, have an idea, and they they say that that's their budget. So. I would even
1: say within this group, John, your budget is probably more detailed than my budget is because I know you just as a person, and I know the systems that you use. I don't use that system, but I, and I would have to say if we had an independent, objective person, I would say your budget is more detailed than my is. Yet we both have written budgets, and that's the key word in this conversation.
0: And we're going to get to that, but I mean, John just said he was being more optimistic, and it made me think. John, if you were a Transformer, you'd be Optimistic Prime. That oh, would be what your name would be. I See? like that. Oh, I okay. Like
2: all right. So we can get away from the whole like naming um, us a protein and we can name. Uh, totally lost okay. to,
0: like right. half our audience just now. They were like, what? In, our earlier, in an earlier podcast, we all asked each other to say if we were like a protein, what would we all be? And I threw out like bison and deer and John made me turkey and I just never got it. It was lean turkey. It was never. lean. Yeah. All turkeys lean. Okay, like okay, so boar's not- head turkey. Back to being optimistic primes. So let's, let's, I would say, so let's just agree that it's probably not the majority of people raise their hands. And so in full transparency, because it's all about being transparent. Um, as I am very close friends with, with John and Matt, they're, they're, they're very close friends as well as people that I, that I work with, but um, they are in the process of um, walking me through getting a budget and and making it a real thing as opposed to just something I know off the top of my head. So I am probably in that 10% or if if we all lived in John's happy magical world in the 50% of people that, or no, the other side. So I'm in the 90%, sorry, see, this is what I mean. I'm in the 90% that probably doesn't have a budget and in the 50% that probably doesn't have a budget as it should be. So Matt, you're going to talk about this. You're, John, you're going to talk about this. I'm going to pick your brains. We're going to make this quick. But I know that you guys say that there is three kind of components we talked about to, to um, budgeting. And and the first one I'm just going to throw out and then you guys riff on it is about communication.
2: Yeah. So I, I, I yeah, you're absolutely right there. We feel that there are three really key elements to maintaining a good budget. The first is communication. Uh, whether that's your spouse, whether that's your mentor, anyone that you're talking to about doing this budget, but let's use like your spouse in this example, your significant other. If, if you guys are trying to, to move financially in the same direction together, you've got to be able to communicate about these things. These are like the day-to-day expenses, right? So I always joke all the time in our household, like family CFO, family CEO. My wife is the CEO of the family and I'm the CFO of the family and my my profession lends me to being like the CFO of the household. But we still come together, We still just because I'm the CFO, I'm the financial guy, doesn't mean that I do the budget and just dictate to her, hey, this is what we're gonna do. Or I do the budget and we we don't talk about it. We need to be in unison, we need to be together about how we're progressing and how we're focusing on, at the end of the day, it's like money coming in the door and money going out the door. And so we wanted to understand how much is going out the door and how much can we save? And you know, we'll get to that conversation later, but it's just really making sure we're on the same playing field and we, we're just in agreement with what we're doing. So communication, that's number yeah, one. Yeah,
1: I now have to say as the assistant to the CFO in my household, um,
2: <laughs> and as the
1: assistant to the CEO of my household, which my wife holds both of, of those titles, she's also chairwoman of the, of the board. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I would say we communication you, is the biggest thing because in, in our situation, um, my wife, um, I, I, you know, my wife is, is the caretaker of our family. And so she has a completely different set of priorities when it comes to our budget. She's looking after our children and the clothes that they wear and the, the food that we have on our table. And I'm looking at the money that's coming in and making sure that we have enough for all of those things. So I would say absolutely. And my wife is not a, my wife's not a writer by trade. She's not a numbers spreadsheet, Excel kind of a guy like I am. So I've even had to put together the way that I communicate with her was really important was um, I did one time a PowerPoint back when PowerPoint was a thing, a PowerPoint presentation on our budget, because I knew if I just showed her a spreadsheet, or if I just talked to her about money, she just is not going to care. She's I not feel like there that. was
2: John Mayer music playing to that PowerPoint. How too? do you remember
1: that, John? Yes. So I actually her favorite singer is John Mayer. I did an entire PowerPoint presentation with our budget and having John Mayer music no, you and didn't. him like you swear, thing, is, this a, is this a
0: real thing? You I really swear did this? It's all that is holy. Hey, wait, just, can I just ask really quick? I'm sorry. Just, sorry, sidebar. I just need to know this. How did you sa- like, did you literally say to your wife, hey, Thursday at four o'clock, we're going to do a PowerPoint presentation. And you're, she sat there and you, did you have a screened? Yes.
1: It was everything you're everything you imagining right now.
0: I'm texting her later because I got to talk about you this. You can one. ask her about I'm it. Everything that you're
1: oh. imagining right now is what occurred because I knew that that's not her language is visuals, cool. is pictures, is sound, is not numbers, uh, you know, ones and zeros, how I see the world. So Thank God, it's not, it was,
0: in, thank God it's not interpretive dance.
1: That been really <laughs> I, I wish that, it were. So not only is communication important to, to, to explain it, but it's also important to communicate with your significant other in the method in which they absorb the information and again my method is different or my wife's method is different than jackie's method was um that john was having to do so i think that that's also a critical component of communication
2: so once you communicated uh to lauren about it and you you presented it that way like then what was the next step like what was number two on like the big three what was the did you keep yeah, it so did you write it down to, did you Yeah
1: the second step was to, was to have an and I always say this whenever I'm meeting with someone new is is I ask do you have a budget and that question is always either like a shoulder shrug or yes and then I say is it written And then I get like sort of the deer in headlights oftentimes and and that was in the conversation that I was having with my wife was I said okay it's great that you've sat through this like wonderful presentation. Next step is we're writing this down so that we have a, a way for us to be able to look at the numbers together. It's not just in my head and I know where everything is, not only for that, not only for the being able to communicate, but also in the event that something ever happens to me, she needs to know where all of this stuff is and how does the money come in and what bills get paid and how do they get them and what is our spending patterns? Those are things that are just absolutely critical and having them written down is, is really, really important.
0: I find that, that that to be so true because I think most people are like me and, and it's like a damage control situation. So like if you were to say Do you have a budget, I mean, yeah, I have a budget. and is it written down no. But then if you said, well, what does your budget look like? My budget looks like this. Hey, Don, we just got the credit card statement. We, we got to chill out with the target shopping. Okay, we will. How bad was it? It was pretty bad. All right, cool. No problem. And then you kind of forget about it. And the next month she's like, Hey, Rich. I'm like, yeah, she's like, we got to chill out with the Amazon orders. You, you ordered three, you know, Marilyn Manson mugs. What was that all about? Oh, I, I was listening to Marilyn Manson. I just really wanted a mug. So it's kind of funny because we think we have a budget because we had a conversation where we have to watch our spending, but we don't.
1: And, and we did a podcast some time ago about the imposter syndrome. So don't think, Rich, that John and I aren't in that situation. Are there times that we have an overspending on a month? Yes, just because it's written down, just because we communicate it, doesn't necessarily mean that when I'm sitting here on Amazon and I hit the button and, ooh, that was a little, there was a little bit too much that month. <laughs> that happens. The difference is, is that we know what the impact is going to be to our saving pattern. We know that that month, if we were trying to save X, I'm not going to stop spending money. or We're not going to do those things. I just know that that month, we're not going to put as much into savings. And that's going to impact our long-term goals. So I don't want you to think that that doesn't happen to even us as professionals. That happens all the time. I mean, probably not, to the, not, not as regular, but it certainly happens where we look and we are like, man, we did not, we did not hit that goal we
2: were trying to achieve. Of course it does. And I think the, the goal when you're trying to do this is also just to eliminate the, those pain points throughout the year so that you're not having, because a lot of times like those conversations in some households aren't as nice as like, Hey, Rich, can you reduce, like, can you, can we tone that down a little bit? It's like, Oh my gosh, what just happened? Because it's like a freak out moment. So we're trying to reduce the amount of pain points that happen throughout the year, which is why we want to communicate about it. And it's why we want to keep it written. So we know what this is supposed to look like. And I would say like, in addition to it being written. Um, having it some kind of metric where you can track it. I mean, that could be as simple as like, you know, you have it written down on a piece of paper or on a spreadsheet, and then you you track it each month through your credit cards or through your, through your bank statements. Um, or it could be really something as simple as having, there's so many apps out there. There's so many websites and programs out there where you can enter that in and it can be basically done for you. And then you just have to monitor it and look at it. So, and that circles right back into the communication part. So tracking it and writing, it's great. But then, if after you know after a month goes by, if you're not going to communicate about what just happened, then it's all for naught anyway.
0: So, do you guys also think that, in a way, um, and, and and I'm trying to speak on behalf of all of the the, the civilians out there, like myself, who are not maybe the as money. We're going to
1: call you the ninety percenters.
0: The ninety percenters, right? <laughs> um, do you think, in a way, that this could actually take some stress, anxiety? and discord out of relationships. And I just want to say that unless my statistics are wrong and they could be, I feel comfortable saying in the top three reasons for breakups or divorce um, of people that are, you know, cohabitating or married, et cetera, et cetera. um, I've read this before that the top three reasons are in the top two is usually communication and money. Yeah. And so it's interesting that, that we're finding as we're talking about money, we're talking about communication. So I'm just wondering if in a way, if we put the dollars and cents Excel spreadsheet mindset aside for one second, could you guys get a little mushy with me and could having these conversations and having a budget and having something that we mutually agree we're going to do and not do, could this even maybe take a little bit of stress out of the stress bubble of relationships?
1: Yeah, and I think it, I think if you just even step, take a step further back with your significant other and talk about what goals are, right? What's the goal? Is the goal to buy your first home? Is the goal to have a, an ideal retirement? Is the goal to save for college education? What are the goals that are important to both of you? And maybe just take the top two or three that are important to each one of you. It's all gonna come back to the budget because in order to fund those, and finan- I should maybe clarify, financial goals, not, not goals in being a good person and having living this amazing life, those, those are important too. But if you're having financial goals, then you need to first come up with what are both of your financial goals. And then that goes back to figuring out, okay, if we want to achieve that first home purchase, if we want to achieve that ideal retirement, what do we need to do today in order to make sure that that happens? And that is part of that communication process. And that oftentimes leads that budgetary discussion. Okay, if we can't afford to do these things, honey, because if we do those things, we're not going to be able to get to this point. And that gives you a sense of purpose on why you're even having a budget to begin with.
0: And just to make this, that's great. And to make this accessible to everybody, there might be some people listening right now that's like, I don't have a significant other. Is me, myself, and I. And this still this still pertains to if you're if you're a single person who doesn't have a significant other, your money is your money, your bank is your bank, you're not sharing with anybody else. This still makes sense. The communication piece would be. About sitting down with yourself. And I mean, if you really if you want to talk to yourself, you certainly can. But this would be about being kind of honest with yourself and sitting down and saying, What do I want to, you know? So instead of making it we, what do we want to get? This could be, What do I want to do? What do I want to accomplish? What do I want to save? Would you guys agree with that? So if I came to you as a single man or a single woman or a single person, you would probably have the same conversation with me. It's just maybe it's just about me. I don't have another person in the picture. True? So this, yeah. re- this is relatable to whether you're single, married, significant other or not, correct? I
2: think absolutely. I mean, it all just goes back to what Matt's talking about, which is like leading with your goals. You know, you don't get upset with yourself or or your significant other specifically because of like a a big purchase that they made. It has more to do with the fact that it probably didn't align with what the plan was or like what that goal was. Like if the goal is to buy a new home in the next 24 months, and then you go and, you know, buy a bunch of stuff on Amazon and you finance a new car and like do some crazy stuff, your significant, significant other is mad at you, not because you did that necessarily, because you didn't communicate that and it deviates from the plan. And you're probably upset with yourself for the same exact reasons. Got it. And, that, like, and not to, yeah, go ahead.
0: No, no go ahead.
2: Well, I was going to say not, not to jump off track of that, but I think the final and the third one is to keep it, not to overcomplicate this. We, we want to keep this simple. You know, Matt alluded to this before. He said, you know, I think maybe yours, meaning me, I, I track it a little bit more or, or whatever. I, I, I would say it's not true because I, I don't want to get overly obsessive about tracking it down to the penny. You're going to go gray you I mean, you're going to lose sleep trying to figure that out, trying to track down every single penny at the end of every month. We just want to be within reason and within accuracy of, of, okay, how far are we off or are we on track of the plan that we wrote down of what we want our budget to look like? And I'll tell you
1: personally, I mean, all the technology that we've talked about, all the technology that we have in our practice to my budget, m- my personal budget is done in Excel. And I've tried every single software out there on planet earth and I've advised people to use software because people just don't know where to begin. I have found and for the last 20 years and I still have the same spreadsheet It has different uh, tabs at the bottom of it. I could go back to 20 years ago and see what my budget was then and see what it is today, all in the same Excel spreadsheet and I use Excel. That's my comfort zone. That's what makes me, that's what's simple, simple to me. And if I know that if it's simple, then I will be able to track it and I'll be able to reach some of those things.
2: Yeah, and I'd like to add to that. So, uh, quite similar in our household. So we have it written down in a spreadsheet. Um, the component of tracking, though, you know, we we use a, we use an online platform that basically data aggregates all that. So you know, the technology piece where it's so simple that all of the different places that money could go, like a credit card or a debit account or a check that could be written, whatever, all the different places that money could come out of, we're tracking that in one place. So then at the end of the month, we can compare it to what we have written and see how far off or how close we are. And I think that's what's so beautiful about being where we are with technology. It makes that so simple. And, and honestly, like Matt said, for someone who's just looking for a starting point for that, even even <coughs> here's, here's something, and Matt, I'm interested to hear what you think. In the first 30 to 60 days, maybe don't even write the but. Maybe don't even write it yet. Maybe just track it and see what it looks like. Just use that. Just see what how am I spending? Like where is the money going? Because you have many- to have a
0: baseline. You yeah, have to have many, I- like in medical care. You know, they want to compare your MRI to a previous one or they want to compare your cholesterol levels to a previous one. It's always good or an x-ray. You always want to have a baseline so you can see what are we where are we? And if you don't, you just don't just jump into a budget because you might you might be way worse off than you thought you were, right? Am I right with that? Well, like, that's
2: probably, that's exactly what right. probably sit
0: down to do a budget and go oh my god what are we doing i know when i first started you know kind of restarted kind of investing i, I remember having like a little bit of a shock because at my age it's like oh you should have this much put away and i was like oh, and i felt horrible like i had almost tears in my eyes and the person that was counseling me at the time was like don't worry about it you're going to get caught up and here's how we're going to do it so i i think you're right i think knowing where you are you know, it's like GI Joe used to say, "Knowing is half the battle." I think knowing where you are is really an important w- place to start from,
2: right? I mean, that's what you're saying. It it totally is because I mean, I I really do. think I can't tell you how many times I've heard that conversation happen, that talk track of like, you know, we make we make you know pretty good money. We we we're, we're modest. We don't really know where it all goes, though. And then then after a month or two of looking at it, it's like, whoa, we really we we went out to eat a lot. Maybe we overspent on Amazon purchases. And uh, you know, fifty bucks here, seventy bucks there, twenty bucks here—like it, it adds up. It's it ends up being significant because
0: you you can't get out of Target for less than nine thousand dollars. I mean, no matter (laughs) what, like you go into Target to buy like toilet paper and like soap, and you walk out with lawn furniture and bug spray and you know pens. So I get it. So what I'm getting from you guys is, first and foremost, as it relates to budget, communication is key. Second of all, to write it down or have some way where we can visualize it, look at it, it becomes tangible and real rather than just the hey, honey, we've got to watch our spending at Target this week, or hey, self, you've got to watch the spending at Target this week. I keep on picking on Target. Target is our new sponsor of the Three to Win podcast. No, it's actually not, but it should be. Um, And third, which I really like, is simplify it because I think for civilians like me in the 90% or in the 50%, if you live in John's magical optimal prime world, Optimist Prime World. Um, I think we get intimidated by a budget because we think it has to be this, you know, comp. I mean, I hate Excel spreadsheets. I, I, John has helped me with some. I don't know how to put the, the, Formulas in and I just they don't work well with me. I would actually be a person that would maybe just have it either written down or would you like John
1: basic. Mayer by any chance? Because I have a really good PowerPoint <laughs> I presentation that we I could just don't. I could have I could just it take out some could of you our stuff like, and like Marilyn. Is your body Manson. Wonderland? Could you
0: do like Marilyn Manson or Motley Crue or something <laughs> like Kickstart My Heart or something? I would like that, but maybe Guns and Roses or Aerosmith. But um so simplify it. And I think that's the thing that freaks people out simplified so here's what why we're even talking about this we're going to be introducing a budget coaching course and it's going to be something that is going to be very affordable And I would say this this course would be approachable and it's going to have a couple of modules to it where we're going to cover communication, writing it down, simplifying it. This course would be approachable for a new family, for a retiree, for a college student, for a young person, for a single person, for anybody, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 100s, wherever you are in your life. We wanna just put something out in the world where the average person, and I consider myself amongst the three of us to be a representation of that, where the average person can just kind of understand the flow of a budget, can understand the flow of communication, can understand how to do it, And simplify and just keep it in like regular people language. So this is something that we're gonna be sending out, we're gonna be introducing. And I would say look for it in the next maybe, maybe no more than 60 days, maybe shorter than that, but around that time. And we're excited about that. We're gonna do some some things for it where we might give away a few um, to have people kind of beta test it and see what they think of it. But it's something that as we've talked, and I, I kind of brought this to the guys and I was just like, listen, you know, as we're, you know, working and doing what we do, I think it'd be amazing to have a communication tool that the regular person could use because this always is the number one thing that you guys say you talk about when you have new people that are coming to you, right? So, um, we're kind of excited about it and, um, it's like I said, it's gonna be very basic. So if you're like an expert investor person, you might not want it to, to look at it, but it might be something that might be great to share with, you know, a newly employed person that just graduated college, or maybe like I said, a young family, or maybe someone that's just starting retirement or, you know, a high school student or a middle school student, or you know, a single person, whatever. It's just, it's just going to be kind of walking through the basics. And I'm excited about it. Are you guys, kind of excited? Because I think it's going to be kind of cool.
2: I am. You defined it actually. You defined it great because no matter you know, even if you're a sophisticated like investor person, you still have to deal with the budget. We, it, it's a challenge that no matter where you are on your financial journey, you you can't avoid focusing on your budget. You just can't. So I think it's a, I think it's a great way to describe it and I'm pumped for it.
0: You know, like, like I've heard a wise man once said, and I believe it might've been Aristotle. When it comes to your budget, you don't want to fudge it. You want to get it right. You want to make sure you got that money, you know, that you got the was cash flow. Aristotle. That's it was, right. That it was, was Aristotle. Aristotle Onassis. It was Aristotle Onassis that said that actually. John, do you know who Aristotle Onassis was? I have
2: I am lost. You should because know you-
0: because you're John F. Kennedy, who's married to your wife named Jackie Kennedy, and Aristotle Onassis was the person that Jacqueline Kennedy married. After John F. Kennedy had passed away and was assassinated. When she remarried, she married Aristotle Onassis. That was her second husband.
2: Gotcha. Now I know. I'm just giving
0: you some Kennedy now trivia I know. that
2: yep. like shockingly you didn't know. Oh, you millennials <laughs> so don't even know this thing.
0: He don't does. Act, you he didn't knows, know oh, either. Smart. <laughs> Matt, did
1: you <laughs> I know? I no
2: idea. I had no he idea. i did not
0: know that Jacqueline Kennedy was at Jacqueline.
2: I knew it was Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. Kennedy or- I knew she got remarried. I just didn't know his, I didn't know his name.
0: You, You're just our history you just know his uh, name. You just know a Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm buff and history full, right? I'm kind of buff. No, I'm not. I need to be buff. But anyway, listen, we're excited about this budget coaching course. I'm going to be releasing that soon, but we're also excited for you guys just to think this through. We'd like you to spend some time after, after we're done saying goodbye and just think about it. Like how do you communicate budget to, to your, your significant other, your spouse, or how do you have those conversations with yourself? Do you even look at your budget? Um, have you ever thought about writing it down? Maybe take John's advice and write it down. Take, take, just sit there and just get a baseline. Where are you at? What are you spending? What's the in? What's the out? And don't worry about making it crazy and complicated. Just make it something that's sort of simplified. Matt, did you were you were you putting your hand up to say something? Or you go ahead. Or you were not. No, I, I was, was going
1: to say the oh. only other thing that I think was incredibly helpful is, you know, oftentimes I've seen people get tripped up on big annual expenses, right? So I'm sitting here right now and I'm looking, my birthday's coming up. In the state of Florida, we have to, you know, uh, register vehicles each year. So, so, so just one small other tip is that if you have a lot of these big annual expenses, is that nothing states that they have to be paid at that time. Uh, you can you can space that out over time. So there's just like a couple tips and hints like that that we're gonna include in this uh, course so that we can give you practical advice on how to navigate your budget.
0: I love it. I love that. And the whole idea of navigation is to go up, over, around, through something to get you from point A to point B and to show you the way. The best navigators are people that look back and <clears throat> they make sure that they create maps in such a way so the people that are coming behind them will avoid the like whirlpools and the volcanoes and the and the tidal waves. So that's what we hope we can do. So we want to thank you guys for listening to the short form um, podcast on 3 to Win. Please share this podcast with people you think might benefit from it. Please give us your kind ratings and comments. We appreciate that and please above and and beyond everything else, take care of yourself, take care of your loved ones. We hope this podcast finds you safe, healthy and well and we look forward to you being back again on the 3 to Win podcast and we will let you know when that budget coaching course comes out. You all have an amazing day. Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. 3 to Win is a podcast for the high-achieving self-starter that understands there has got to be a better way to maximize their potential. You can help us create impact by sharing this with a friend or rating and reviewing our podcast.